Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Well, welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast, a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. It's really a great joy that you take time to be part of this podcast. Thank you so much for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our podcast. As best as we can in the year 2021, we promise to bring you the best quality content. We've got amazing guests lined up who I can't wait to share with you so that we can glean from the wisdom and nuggets that they share that will help us take charge of our personal growth, development, as well as our emotional well-being. Thank you to those who listen to the podcast with your teams. I really encourage you to share the content with your teams. This helps you to grow together. I think one of the beautiful things about growth is when it's experienced within community. I strongly believe that when growth is experienced in a community, it has power to change not only communities and societies, but nations. But then again, before it trickles into community, it starts in families. Question would be then, what is family? Because family, I strongly believe, is beyond just blood relation. But community are people who think the same thoughts, people who are aligned to a vision, a, a calling, a mission um, that is similar to the passion that you have in your heart. A family can be formed formally or informally. Uh, and the thing about family as well is oftentimes we tend to look at family just only through the lens of the people that we grew up in uh, within the same area. But you're also able to create a family far from home if you are intentional about it. And I strongly believe that once transformation takes place in families, we'll then begin to see it trickle into the communities and in every area of functioning that we find ourselves in. So whatever group you find yourself part of, ensure that you are growing within that group. Ensure that you are reaching, you are wanting to be better. You are challenging each other to be better. You are asking each other the right questions that will ensure that you are set on the path of success. And on today's podcast episode, I really want to talk about culture. And the reason I just laid a bit of foundation within family is because I think a lot of culture that we learn formally and informally is within the families that we grow up in. One of the hardest things any leader will ever have to face is changing culture. This is a process of unlearning. I think one of the hardest things, as I mentioned, within changing culture as a leader is the unlearning process because there's the learning, but there's also the unlearning process. And it's very hard to unlearn something that you've grown up predominantly your whole life thinking it's the way it's supposed to be or it's the norm. And the unlearning, I think that's one of the deciders or the differentiators, the key difference makers are leaders who are willing to unlearn to learn and adopt new habits and patterns of thinking that will help them upscale their leadership. 
So culture within family, oftentimes, depending as well what kind of family you grew up in, because you might find yourself in a family of dysfunction, you might find yourself in a family of order, of love, of warmth, and that creates a certain culture that you carry with you that translates into the work that you do, uh, in the relationships that you have, the people that you relate with, the places you go to. Uh, the decisions you make because i think sometimes we tend to make a decision and think that the decision is an immediate thing that we just decided now not knowing that there is a behind the scenes formula <laughs> that formulated that decision that caused you to think and process uh, the decision and make the decision that you made it's not just you seeing this and buying this but there's quite a lot of subtle things that informed the decision that you make over and above that there's the marketing part i was actually reading an amazing fascinating study as to how they position certain things in certain stores to begin to prime you to buy uh, something that you wouldn't have bought because it was not part of your list going into the store, but it's positioned in such a way that it elicits a desire for you to either buy it, to eat it, to buy it for someone, to have it with you. And your decision is actually informed not by you just seeing it there, but there's a certain system that caused you to be able to see it and to desire it. Oftentimes you'll watch the television and you'll see uh, a advertisement of a certain drink that you haven't drunk in a while, uh, drank in a while, and you'll find yourself maybe a day later. I remember myself playing golf. I'm like, no, man, I haven't tasted this in a while. Let me buy it. It's not that I haven't tasted it. I saw it somewhere, and then I was drawn to wanting to buy it. I remember when buying my first car, um, <laughs> which was really not a hard decision to make because I had always envisioned and had a vision board of some sort at the picture, the car, the model I wanted to buy, but it was informed by the culture. My father has been a Mercedes person his whole life. I grew up into Mercedes, like all his cars were Mercedes, uh, different models within that space. So, and even driving, I learned to drive within that place. Um, so that caused me to begin to be primed in a certain manner. So much so that uh, I knew, I just felt like, okay, this is the right car to buy because it's what I've been used to. So the unlearning is to getting out of that space of, okay, this is what I've known. This is what I've been comfortable with. It's very comfortable. It's an amazing ride. But how about I try something different? And if I'm not willing to unlearn, I'll be stuck, which is a good stuck again. But I'm using this example so that you can apply it to whatever context you find yourself. So as leaders, we are the ones who need to challenge culture. We are the ones who need to create healthy cultures. The question maybe one can ask is, what is a culture? A culture is a combination of your beliefs, your standards, expectations, the unwritten code that determines behavior. So your culture is shaped by your beliefs. Um, there's a beautiful adage about how if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. Because your belief is so powerful in that if you believe the negative, you will be drawn towards the negative. If you believe positively, you will be drawn to the positive. And that's why it's very important for you, even when approaching relationships and people, to always have a positive belief in people. Because that creates a culture. But if you've got a suspicious belief system in you, you'll always be suspicious about relationships, about people, about events that happen. And that will cause you to always be stressed and finding yourself in fear, anxiety because of a belief system, which might have been formed by maybe a 
traumatic experience you had. And that's why I'm saying you need to challenge that so that you are able to unlearn the standards that you have. Who set those standards for you? Are those standards, uh, practical example, remember I used to be an athlete at school, used to love running so much. Um, used to be part of the athletic team. I used to be one of the best in school. I think there was one gentleman who used to compete a lot. Sometimes he would win, sometimes I would. And in the school, we would win. So we'd have the inter-high school uh, and inter-house, rather. So within the inter-house, uh, athletic uh, would win. It would be an amazing time. The whole school would be there. They would be cheering for you. When you win in the inter-house, you would then begin to compete in the inter-high which now began a bit different, became a bit different because in the inter-high, uh, inter you'd find yourself having to race and compete with other schools. So you'd find yourself, according to the standard of the school, you are the best. But when you have to now compete at a higher standard with other achievers who are bigger and sometimes better, you sometimes fall short. And this is why you need to always elevate your standard and always be willing as a leader to check your standard against the standard globally because you can find yourself being a local success but not being able to compete at a global platform. So ensure that your standard is not only limited or myopic in nature, but it's a standard that looks over and above where you are. And this is very, very key as a leader. Always stretch yourself. What are others doing? Um, there's a beautiful adage as well that speaks of how there's someone equally talented, gifted as you are. And when opportunity presents itself, the one who will win is the one who is investing more time in learning and polishing and harnessing and setting up their gift, talent and calling. So ask yourself if there was someone in a different country, different nation who is equally gifted and were to compete together. Have I put in enough time to have an advantage or invested my, in, in my gift or calling or vocation or whatever it is so much so that if given an opportunity, I'd be able to be set apart. So challenge your standards, your expectations. Never allow the next person to hold you to higher expectations or rather to have higher expectations of you than you have of yourself. Ensure that as a leader, your expectations, the expectations that you have of yourself are always higher than the expectations that others would have of you. And this again is where the disconnect comes in. When you find yourself in a world where other people have higher expectations of you than you have of yourself, it will seem unfair. It will seem like they're demanding a lot. And that's simply because you've not set high enough standards for yourself and expect the best from you. Expect excellence expect 100% expect believe in yourself i think the first person who needs to believe in you is the person you see in the mirror the unwritten code that determines behavior and this is a big one because oftentimes the thing about culture it's really unspoken it's unwritten there is no book where people can look and say okay that's the culture of that family that's the culture of that organization it's really oftentimes unwritten this is where we speak about it's beyond it being taught but it's something that's caught this is where you begin to walk into a place and you begin to catch the culture. And the thing again about culture is that you can either have it by design or by default. If you look at your phone, oftentimes it comes with default settings, which makes everything the same. If everyone buys a phone from the store, it's the same phone, same setting, same everything. If you touch it, it's the same. But what tailors it 
to the individual is when they begin to design and uh, begin to change the settings so that it suits their style. Where I change my wallpaper, my screensaver, the apps that I download, that's what makes my phone my phone and I know how to navigate it. And this is true as well when it comes to culture because we are all given the same uh, say device, for example, but how are you designing your culture? How are you designing the culture in your family? How are you designing the culture in your business, in your organization, in your relationships? You need to design it. It can't be by default. It just can't be by mistake. No, we'll just take it as it goes or we'll go with the flow, which is one of the most interesting statements I hear. But as a leader, as I always teach this and I share this amazing uh, quote, which I coined is how as a leader, you do not go with the flow, you create the flow. And that's true when it comes to culture. Culture can be formal or informal. So the informal part is when it's not formalized, but the formal part is when you begin to speak. And I think oftentimes before it translates into it being informal, it needs to be formal first, where you sit down and you talk, guys, this is what we expect in this environment. This is what I would expect of you in this relationship. This is what I would expect of you as a mentee, as a mentor. What kind of culture are we creating? What are the expectations you have? What are the expectations you have of me? What are the expectations I have of you? So this is where you begin to create the culture that you want. And the difference, again, between sickness and health is that health is not contagious. Oh, this is a big one. I love, I think it was Craig Rochelle who taught this principle. And if you think of COVID-19, which is the pandemic we're faced with globally, uh, as it stands, and we're praying and we're believing that God will give us grace so that we're able to get through stronger and better as leaders, is that oftentimes when someone is healthy, you do not catch, if you're in the same environment, the health that they have. But if you're in the same room and you've got contact with them and they, they've tested positive and they've got the virus in their system, it's easy for you to catch it and contract the virus, be in quarantine, take medication, etc., etc. But when someone is healthy, you don't, have to, you don't catch it. And that's the truth about culture in that uh, oftentimes when the culture is sick, uh, that's where it spreads. It, it, it begins to spread and people begin to catch it. And you find yourself having a malfunctional, dysfunctional, sick culture, which people have caught and you've said nothing about it. But when it was healthy, people were not catching it. And this is because culture is a combination of what you create and what you tolerate. So ask yourself, what is it that I'm creating as a culture in my family, in my relationships, as a culture even in my spending and my finances, and I'll talk more to that now, what is it that I'm creating in my business, in my organization? Because if you're not creating it, you'll find yourself being on the other side of having to tolerate something. There's certain behavior that you need to nip in the bud. When it comes, I'm not tolerating this because this is not the culture that I would want to see. I spoke about how within relationships as well, I was actually thinking of this as to how when it comes to certain behaviors and certain patterns, you would find that they are transferred, they can be transferred through relationships. So lifestyle choices, for example, can be transferred through relationships. And this is a big one because there are certain lifestyle choices, healthy or unhealthy, that can be translated and transferred through the relationships that you have. Certain eating behaviors can be transferred through the relationships that you have. You'd find yourself eating certain types of food which might not be healthy uh, or might be healthy depending on the relationships that you have. 
So the relationships that you have open up a door for you to get and receive and certain lifestyle choices to be transferred to you. I always talk about this with my wife as to how we're so privileged to eat healthier now, cook, enjoy healthier meals because of the parents that we have and how they introduced us to a healthier lifestyle. So there are certain foods that I used to I used to have a sweet tooth. Um, I used to really love sweet stuff. I used to love your know, all sorts of sweets. I would always have a packet of that gum, chocolate, cake, until I got married and that relationship caused me to be introduced to a healthier lifestyle, which helps me a great deal. Even sexuality, um, how you carry yourself in terms of your sexual behavior can be transferred through certain relationships. Certain relationships that you have can bring certain temptations closer or move them set, uh, further away from you. Gossip as well, etc., uh, etc. Et it can be transferred through the relationships that you have. So it's very important to guard the relationships that you have because they also contribute to the culture that you create. So change what you tolerate and what you expect. It's very important. What you care about determines what you can be trusted with. And this is true within the culture, within relationships that you have. Ask yourself, the people that you have, what can I trust them with? How open am I to them? How open are they to me? Can I trust them with this? Because if I can trust them with this, do they care enough about it? I always make this example within how one streamlines uh, relationships in terms of being able to get the necessary nutrients that might be needed. It's not a matter of can you, but it's a matter of will you, because can you deals with ability, but will you deals with attitude, because you might have a lot of relationships of people who can do a specific thing, but the question you need to ask yourself is will they? Because the will has to do with attitude. And then the will also has to do with the how will they do it. Because you can have someone who can do it, but if they do it reluctantly, the attitude is not in the right place and you don't need that kind of energy. So ask yourself when having to call someone, for example, can they do it? Eh, maybe I've got five people who can do it. But the question is, will they do it? And then, okay, let me begin to zoom out. I think this one can, they can, they can, but I think this one, I'm sure if I call them, they will do it. And then from the will, how will they do it? Okay, this one will do it with a level of excellence. They will pour their heart fully into it. And then you begin to zoom in and direct it to those particular individuals. So that's very, very important. So let me bring in my plane for landing. It's very important for us as leaders to create a healthy culture. And part of how I really encourage us in the year 2021 to do this is to create a culture of growth in your family, in your relationships, in your business, in your organization, in whatever you are part of. Ensure that you are creating a culture of growth. How do you create a culture of growth? You ensure that there are people always around you who are ahead of you. People that you are learning from, people who are pulling you forward, people who are telling you there's a world bigger uh, than the world you are in, there's better ahead of you. Ensure that in that environment or that culture, you are continually challenged. Always as a leader, ask yourself, how can I be challenged? What is challenging me? What is challenging my thinking? What is challenging my thoughts? And always ask yourself, what can I do? Because you're always looking at becoming better. The question you need to ask yourself as a leader is, when was the last time uh, I pushed myself out of my comfort zone? This will always 
keep you at the verge of being challenged. Ensure that your focus is always forward. Ensure that the atmosphere around you is always affirming. And this is your responsibility as a leader within creating that culture of affirmation. Affirm people, encourage people. Part of the homework or task rather from this podcast episode I'm really going to give you is to send to three people an encouragement text, a message that affirms what they are doing. Hey, I see you, man. You're doing amazing stuff. Keep doing it. Keep going. Keep um, inspired. Just find three people within your space. And I know already as I'm saying this, they're coming to mind and begin to affirm them, to encourage them. So that seed of affirmation, so that that culture can be created around you. Ensure that you're always growing as a leader, which is the fourth thing. And you're always outside of your comfort zone. As I mentioned the question, ask yourself, what would it take for me to get out of my comfort zone? Ensure that you wake up excited. When you wake up in the morning, just be excited kick the blanket off. There's actually a beautiful um, thought which I recently read in the book I was studying recently, The Power of Habit, amazing book by Charles, which I encourage you to pick it up if you've already not already picked it up, where they speak about how something like just making the bed in the morning when you wake up sets you on the right path towards becoming more productive. So when you wake up in the morning before being sluggish, just kick the blankets off, make the bed, create order. Because when you create order in the first few minutes of your morning, the rest of your day, takes on a more orderly pattern be intentional about that ensure that others around you are growing as i mentioned that growth when it's collective is something so beautiful so ensure that the people around you are also growing challenge them to grow help them to grow give them uh, resources that can help them grow Uh, create growth environments Uh, take them with you where you know they can grow so as a leader once you've created that culture of growth i kid you not you are set for the year ahead. So remember, the culture that you create is a culture that not only will benefit you, but will benefit those around you. And everyone who comes into your world will be able to glean from your culture. And who knows, they might take from that culture and create an amazing culture for their families, your kids, the generations to come will be blessed because of the culture that you are creating today. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast episode and I strongly believe and hope that it's added value to you. Do remember to head over to our website, the link in the bio, to be able to download the episode notes which will help you with application. Until we meet again next time, let's continue to change the world one individual at a time. I'm excited for next week's episode. going to be joined by a terrific leader, an amazing guest, and I can't wait for you to be part of that conversation. Continue to change your world and reach for the sky and ensure that you create a healthy culture. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.